This is a GRDC podcast. Hello, I'm Sally Maguire. Welcome to GRDC's National Variety Trials, or NVT, New Variety Podcast Series. The NVT program aims to assist Australian grain growers in varietal decision-making by providing comparative information of commercially available grain varieties, including on yield performance, on disease resistance ratings, and on grain quality. In this four-part series, we are hearing from a range of breeders across seven crop types, with each one providing information on newly commercialised cultivars in the NVT program that will be available to growers for the first time in the upcoming season. Today, we're talking wheat. And to kick us off, let's hear from the folk at Longreach Plant Breeders. Colin Edmondson is based in the southern region. I think the first one I want to introduce is Stockade. So Stockade was a variety which we developed from a Trojan cross with a Longreach breeding line. And really the reason for it was we wanted to specifically to broaden the disease resistance which we had in Trojan. Now, the end result of the cross was the standout line for yield. It was ended up being stockade. And the difference with Trojan was primarily that we've created a very slow spring wheat. So, for instance, it's five to ten days later than something like Longreach Beaufort, which we've got widely grown throughout the HRZ region. So being a very slow spring wheat suits specifically that HRZ region. And with the disease package, we gained upside on Trojan with septoria resistance of about MS, an MR for strike rust and an MR for leaf rust. So a good disease package around a HRZ variety. I think the most important thing about Trojan is really that being an APW wheat, we really wanted that option in stockade. So this is a wheat with the same maturity as the red feed wheats, which are widely grown in the area. And stockade provides that upside in grain quality with the APW as well. So it was first entered in MVT trials in 2021 and it's available through AGF Seeds. The next variety, which I really want to introduce, LRPB Matador. So LRPB Matador was a variety which we developed from a double haploid population, which we produced really from a cross between SEPTA and a long-reach breeding line. So Matador ended up being the standout for yield in the population. It showed high and stable yield over the five years of the breeding trials. And it's important when you look at how lines were developed to really look at the range of seasons which they were developed in. So Matador started its life in the first tough finishing years of 2018 and 2019. Tight finish, pushed the grain packages, pushed the grain yield. And it was released in the upside season of 2022. So what it showed us was it really can deliver over a wide range of years and environments in that breeding selection period. So it's broadly adapted like its parents and it's really key to its success. The other key to its success is the improved canopy which we've got in it. And I think tillering is a big part of the yield of Matador. I mean, it's showed improved canopy with a slightly shorter canopy and really that tillering has given us its yield response. So that manageable height and upsides, like, you know, under severe wind conditions in 2019, we've seen that it can hold its grain together and keep its grain ahead and not lose heads with wind damage. So Matador's AH grain quality in South Australia and Victoria Key improvements of the MS in powdery mildew and the MS in stripe rust are really sought after by growers at the moment. It was first entered into MVT in 2022 and it's available from Pacific Seeds. So Longreach Soaker is a new release for this year and it's really a new approach to ME systems management in the wheat phase. And the best way to describe Soaker is really talk about where it came from. So Soaker was developed by Grains Innovation Australia or GAA 
who combine forces with Longreach in our innovative wheat program, and that's about developing new wheat varieties for growers. So GIA developed SOCO by taking the most widely grown variety in South Australia and Victoria as the parent material in SEPTA. And through strategic breeding, we very subtly changed it and then selected it under field IMI herbicide screens without doing any crossing to develop a line which has got the addition of one IMI tolerance gene. So mid-maturity, boron tolerance, aluminium tolerance, grain tates and wide adaption are really similar to the material with very little change, but it's the addition of that one IMI tolerance gene which provides something a lot more strategic for growers. So the reason we called it SOCA was this is what growers often call the wheat crop in the year after IMI break crops because they sometimes need to soak up IMI soil residues in the wheat phase. So the addition of the one IMI tolerance gene can shield the crop in the year after IMI residuals are hanging around after, for instance, break crops such as lentils, beans and canola where IMIs are applied in the previous year. So one of the key things about SOCO is it's able to be farmer-to-farmer traded to allow ease of access for growers in years where we've got high IMI carryover. Now that's exactly the scenario which we're in in spring 2023 where we haven't had anywhere near the amount of rain after the application of IMIs to our break crops this year. So the risk of IMI carryover to next year is high. And I think with the rapid expansion of lentils, this is becoming a bigger issue for growers needing an IMI-tolerant wheat which can cope with residues in the year after. So SOCA has an APW classification in the southern zone for South Australia, Victoria, and we've got plans in place to look at a potential for an upgrade in autumn next year. It was first entered into MVT trials in 2023 and data will be available at MVT online at the end of the season. So long-term data on SOCA can be found on the Longreach website and it's available for AG Schilling & Co. Also from Longreach plant breeders is Adrian McNair, who is based in the northern region. Longreach Tracer is a new mid-season wheat from Pacific Seeds and Longreach plant breeders. Tracer was first entered into yield trials within the Longreach Field Program in 2018 across New South Wales and Queensland. The variety has now been entered into NVT in 2023 across the same area to continue evaluation of the variety through the NVT system. Tracer is a compact variety with similar plant height as Lancer combined with good straw strength. This makes Tracer an ideal mid-season option in zero-till full stubble retention farming systems across New South Wales and Queensland. As of September 2023, Tracer has received an APH classification for the southeastern zone with final classification for the northern zone expected prior to sowing in 2024. Seed will be available for planting for next season through Pacific Seeds Seed Associate Network. Longreach Major is the new mid-slow maturing wheat variety from Pacific Seeds and Longreach plant breeders. First entered in both early and main season NVT trials across New South Wales and Victoria in 2022, Major showed highly competitive yields in these trials when compared to a similar maturing variety such as Trojan, Beckham and Rockstar. Major has shown strong performance in acidic and sodic soils combined with improved septoria resistance over current widely grown varieties with similar maturities throughout southern New South Wales and Victoria. Major is AH classification for both southern and southeastern classification zones and final classification for the northern zone is expected in early 2024. Seed will be available via the Pacific Seed Seed Associate Network for planting in 2024. And from the West, we're joined by Longreach plant breeders, Matu Papi. LRPB Anvil CL Plus. Now, this is a two-gen immutant wheat variety with a classification of AH in Western Australia. 
Anvil has been in the GRDC MVT trialling system since 2020. Now, this has allowed us to target and focus where Anvil best fits. Because Anvil has a maturity of a quick spring, the best fit is Ag Zones 1, 2, 4 and 5 of Western Australia. Now, this means that Anvil is well suited to be grown in the northern and eastern regions of Western Australia. Having a quick spring maturity, Anvil does have the ability to perform very well in either quick or short seasons. But what's the most important thing? And the most important thing was it to Western Australian farmers is yield performance. With the MVT long-term MET data, Anvil has been with the highest yielding ME tolerant with variety in the bracket of one to four tonnes was it throughout Western Australia. But when we look at the competitive AH benchmark varieties, Anvil performs on par or better sub three tonne. So that's very exciting for us uh, with that variety. Also, what we're looking at for Anvil is its robustness with grain packages. And that's one of the secrets in which Anvil brings to the party for farmers. It has got very big grains, low screenings, and a good hectolitre weights. So for us, receivers is a very, very important part of the Anvil equation for the farming systems. As far as disease quality goes, was it three hours Western Australia? It has got a very comparable package compared with other ME tonic varieties. So as far as the rust goes, it's not too bad. MS for yellow spot and S for powdery mildew, which is sufficient enough for the guys to get away with maybe one or two sprays if it does come through. LIPB Avenger is a quick spring maturing variety shooting the northern and eastern regions throughout Western Australia. Its classification is APWN, so can be delivered uh, where applicable to the noodle stacks as long as you meet the criteria. Avenger has been in the MVT trial since 2019. The long coleopter helps Avenger establish itself better by getting itself out of the ground. The value of the EPR for Avenger is $4 per tonne. Havoc has been in the MVT trialling system since 2018 and it's performed really well being that it is a mid-quick variety. It shoots lots of areas throughout Western Australia from the north to the east and central as well. It has got a robust grain package that seems to deliver good screenings, hectolitre weights and grain weights. I've found was that, that's, that Havoc has actually done well from around about Wellbeing through to Goodlands, throughout that area there, and has performed really well on the more gutless sands. The reason why that it's performed really well on gutless sands is that I've found that Havoc has actually got a very fast grain filling package. As soon as it goes to head, its grain fill is incredibly quick, and I believe that's the reason why that it's got a very robust grain package throughout these areas. Havoc also has got a classification of AH throughout Western Australia and its disease package is okay. It is suited for Western Australia, but however, it has got an MAMS rating for powdery mildew, which is fantastic, and a MAMS for yellow spot, which makes it an excellent variety for Western Australia. The EPRs are $4 for Havoc throughout Western Australia. Now let's hear from David Lear at RAGT. 
like to talk to you today about RGT War. RGT War is a white-horned slow winter wheat. It was first tested in the MVT system in 2020 and released in 2022 for the 23 season. It's suited to the medium-high rainfall zones of southern New South Wales through to southeast SA and Tasmania. It's able to be planted from early Feb through to early April, ideally, with very good stripe rust and septoria resistance. It has excellent top-end yield, being one of the highest-performing varieties in the long-season NVTs consistently, particularly in the high rainfall zones. It's a new variety for our company. It's coming through as one of our first white wheats to run alongside our red winter wheats. It has an EPR of $4.40, including GST, and is currently classified as a feed grain, although we are having a look at it for its potential classifications. It's an interesting variety named after the cricketers. This is the first wheat I've been able to name, and our UK arm of the business runs with cricketers, so I was able to name it after the War Brothers or one of the wars. I don't pick which one, but um, I'll let you think of that, and it's selected after the wars as there. We're always long-standing at the crease. So The second variety of wheat that we've got that we've just released recently is RGT Cesario. RGT Cesario is an ornless red slow winter wheat that is classified as a feed. Also first entered in the NVT in 2020 and released in 22, full commercial release for 22, suited to the medium to high rainfall zones, southern New South Wales through to southeast SA and Tasmania. It's also similar to war, able to be planted in the early Feb through to early April and it also has very good stripe rust and septoria resistance. It's got an excellent top-end yield and has done very well in the MVT in the long season and the early sown trials over the last couple of years. It's been brought in to replace RGT Acroc, and the difference between the two is that basically Cesario is a couple of days longer in maturity, although Cesario is an ornless variety. So it's suited to... A multi-purpose fit, so whether it's grain, graze, but also hay and silage market. It's come out of our North French program. It's got a $4.40, including GST, EPR as well. Next up is Brad Costa from Australian Grain Technologies, or AGT. Tomahawk CL Plus, which was RAC3261 in NVTs last year, is a new wheat variety release from Australian Grain Technologies this season and will be available to growers to plant in 2024. Tomahawk CL Plus is a type clearfield variety with slightly improved yields over scepter. Tomahawk CL Plus has been the highest yielding clearfield wheat variety across WA and SA and performing competitively with leading clearfield varieties in Victoria and southern New South Wales. Tomahawk CL Plus is tolerant to Intervix herbicide, meaning you can apply Intervix in crop at label rates and timings to control certain broadleaf and grass weeds, but also use it to mitigate the risk of residue carryover from previous IMI herbicide applications. Tomahawk CL Plus has a very similar disease resistance profile, maturity and physical grain quality attributes as its parent, the widely adapted and very successful variety Scepter. 
Tomahawk CL Plus has a very good sprouting tolerance and has an APW quality classification. Tomahawk CL Plus is with AGT affiliates this season and will be available to growers to plant in season 2024. And also from AGT, Douglas Lush has the final word on wheat. Sundancer is a, a new bread wheat variety for the early sowing window in New South Wales and Queensland. It has an APH classification for the northern zone and classification for the southeast zone is being progressed. Sundancer has a mid-slow spring maturity suitable for late April to mid-May planting in most regions of New South Wales and Queensland. Sundancer has been tested widely across New South Wales and Queensland and shown great adaptation in the 2022 early season NVT. Sundancer was included in all sites in New South Wales and southern Queensland, as well as the disease testing program. In regional yield assessment, Sundancer was well above the trial mean. From 107% of the region mean in the southwest New South Wales region, to a high of 116% in the region mean for northeast New South Wales. Across the combined region of southern Queensland and New South Wales, Sundancer was 109% of the region mean. NVT provisional disease ratings emphasise Sundancer's suitability for New South Wales and Queensland. It is rated as moderately resistant to stripe rust and stem rust and is rated as resistant to moderately resistant for leaf rust. It also has a moderately susceptible rating to yellow leaf spot. Sundancer has a medium plant height, good straw strength and a longer coleoptile than Sunflex. Leverage is a new bread wheat variety for the early sowing window in New South Wales and Queensland. It has an APH classification for the northern and the southeast zones. Leverage has a mid-slow spring maturity suitable for late April to mid-May planting in most regions of New South Wales and Queensland, similar to Kula and Kuta. Leverage has been tested widely across New South Wales and Queensland and showed great adaptation in the 2022 early season NVT. Leverage was included in all sites in New South Wales and Queensland, as well as the disease testing program. In regional yield assessment, leverage was well above the trial mean yield, from 105% of the region mean in the southwest New South Wales region to a high of 114% of the region mean in northeast New South Wales. Across the combined region of Queensland and New South Wales, leverage was 109% of the region mean. NVT provisional disease ratings emphasise leverage's suitability for New South Wales and Queensland. It is rated as moderately resistant to stem and leaf rust and moderately resistant to moderately susceptible to stripe rust as well as yellow leaf spot. Leverage has a shorter plant type than Kular, but similar straw strength, so it is well suited to our northern region. Today we've heard from plant breeders from across the country, all talking about their wheat varieties. And just a reminder that the National Variety Trials, or NVT program, is completely independent, funded and managed by GRDC, to provide growers with reliable information to assist in variety choice, as well as individual plant breeder websites. All the information about the varieties featured in this podcast can be found at nvt.grdc.com.au. I'm Sally Maguire. This has been a GRDC podcast. Thanks for listening. <laughs>